This is the post workout podcast. I'm Brock. Glad to be here. That's it. <laughs> I you said I you sound like an army guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm perfect to be an army guy. <laughs> You can watch full episodes of the post-workout podcast on my private Facebook group, Diesel Fitness, D-Z-Z-L Fitness, or you can listen to full episodes on the following platforms. What's up? This is Johnny, and you're listening to another episode of the post-workout podcast, where I highlight everyday people living a healthy and fitness lifestyle. Why? Because making this a priority helps them live the best quality life they can have and prolong the life that they have now in the evolved coaching and mentorship program it's all about building that foundation it's about building the necessary habits the day-to-day things that you need to get done in order to live a fitness and healthy lifestyle and a successful one not going in and out of diets not going in and out of workout programs not finding the excuses of not being able to go to gym not being able to work out at home kids are making you busy, your, ki- your kids are stressing you out, your work life stressing you out, you just have a whole lot of stuff on your plate. So how do you prioritize another lifestyle while living the one you have? We got to break that down, we got to break down those walls and rebuild a new foundation. So on this episode of the podcast, I have my good friend, Barack. He's a lifetime, well, an old school friend back in college, and he went through a whole phase of where he had to reset his whole foundation of working out because in the first five to six years he was doing everything wrong and we'll get into the podcast later on but he has been able to implement fitness and fitness and health into his life because it's necessary and he loves working out so without further ado i give you barack and his story i said i started the podcast with like similar questions all the time um, the first question is it's pretty broad right but I want to ask you how did you get to this point like what brought you to this point where you and I are talking go in depth well for me like from the first moment I started lifting weights I just fell in love so for me back then it's all about I was young so it was purely ego oh I'm getting really strong oh look at it I'm also putting some muscle on great and then the first two years was simply putting a lot of muscle, growing a lot. I was 150 when I started this. I did sports before, I was a swimmer. I used to train like 12 times a week. So for me, discipline was not an issue. I just switched into like weightlifting because I started my university, no more swimming for me. So I started like lifting, put on some muscle, like I said, and then things got really interesting. And then what happened is you, I started basically stagnating, no more growth because that first two years of combination with testosterone like you being beginner you just grow like exponentially you think whatever you're doing is right but not true so you start learning into it you start learning more about it okay so I'm not really growing or like getting stronger I'm not really progressing anymore so how can I make this work so you start reading stuff you start implementing new things and you end up basically getting to know yourself and what what works for you what doesn't and eventually it comes to a point that oh you're hooked now your life kind of became this so this one this one i was around 22 23 yeah keep talking yeah so 
And then I basically I was in I started training in Turkey and then I migrated to Canada. You know, you know the <laughs> first that. years, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I was at around like 24 or 25 years old. I have I had my first injury. I got tendonitis, tennis elbow. I thought it was the worst thing in the world. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not gonna be able to train anymore. So this when I actually started learning the anatomy and how things work and why this happened. It's all about people always have something in front of them as a challenge but it just stays at that level. They don't know why. And knowing why is not step number one. And the step number two was to basically, how do you deal with it? And how do you deal with it goes from like learning, implementing, experiencing, and seeing if it works or not. So for me, just just a combination of trying, is it, is it good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so for me, it's just a matter of trying new things, liking it trying different stuff see if it works and then i've been doing this for now 15 16 years it's just how it goes describe that process from like just wanting to get into the gym and then going into college where there's a crap load of distractions right like what kept you on track for me i always know what i wanted i guess it was it wasn't really a hard choice for me yeah there were distractions but at the end of the day it's just a simple question do you want it or not mm. and i guess i was fortunate enough to be honest to myself back then when it comes to training so i'm like okay if i want this i gotta train and i did train i didn't know about dieting i didn't know about food then i just ate whatever inside i was lucky i didn't put on so much weight yeah. but then and then different like, yeah training is something but dieting and eating is also something it's else. It's a whole different. Also, the whole different. Basically, level number one, you train. Everybody trains, right? That's why we have. That's why we are having this conversation because we trained back yeah. then. And then, and then it's gonna. You're gonna hit a wall. You are not gonna progress anymore. And what do you do next? Maybe I change my diet a bit. And then what do you do after? Oh, recovery. Mm -hmm. What is after recovery? Oh, now let's learn new techniques for training. What comes after new techniques? Oh, my mobility doesn't work. That's why I can't do this. Mm. I've been squatting wrong for the past 10 years, you know, because my hip is wrong. What's wrong with my hip? Oh, my, my SI joint is so restricted, I can't go all the way down, and my ankle is horrible. That's why it doesn't track forward. So I'm a terrible squatter. That's why after 10 years, 10 years has been wasted. You just discovered <laughs> why you can't squat. It's weird in the beginning when you, you think just because you can put a a bar on your back, you think you know everything. Yeah, exactly. Just because the weight moves from A to B, you think that you're lifting. Mm. You are essentially lifting, but yeah. not optimally, right? The quality. Yeah. Right? There is this optimal, like a textbook squat versus what you think you're doing. <laughs> oh, I just moved four plates, I must be great. And then you look at your legs, they're not growing. <laughs> it should grow, right? <laughs> it should equate to growth, but no. I want to get definitely get into your fitness journey, but we'll get into that a little later. Sure. Um, in the beginning, you did smoke. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you? What was smoking like when you were training? Again, I never quit sports when I was smoking, so I didn't know how much it affected me because my performance was always with smoking. <laughs> so I didn't have anything else to compare. Yeah. So, but then I there were there was some days, and I would smoke a good amount too. It's not just a few cigarettes a day. That. I was like I used to buy cigarettes, like a pack a day. That's what I would go for, and yeah. like I could run any any time of the week. I could just run five k, no problem. So for me, it's like I didn't think it was affecting me. 
But then when I actually quit smoking, that's when I realized, oh, wait a second, I could run 10K. <laughs> <laughs> because my breathing, it just doesn't, your heart rate and everything is just way more, yeah. It's, it's crazy how, I, how much I smoked, but then it's also crazy that I actually, I was again fortunate enough to quit because I ha I've been, I haven't smoked for four years now. What was the switch? For me, at the time, it's funny actually. Uh, my friend group did not smoke. So I was kind of like, okay, my friend group kind of changed after I graduated. Mm -hmm. There was less smokers and I didn't want to smoke a lot at work either. So I was mostly smoking at nights. I wouldn't smoke the entire wow. day. So I would come home and like, that, that was my relaxation. Sit on the couch, relax, have a few cigarettes and then go to sleep, basically. A few cigarettes? Yeah, yeah just a few. <laughs> Five. Ten, ten sometimes. <laughs> and, then, and then one, and, but, but the thing is, every single time I smoked, I literally hated myself. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing, I would get sick, I would blame smoking. I would like, I couldn't run properly or like my, I would just get tired. Blame, I started blaming smoking. I started pointing, at, pointing my fingers to smoking. Mm -hmm. That's why, that's why. So I build up myself into hating it, kind right. of unintentionally. And then it came to a point, you know what? Like why, I'm, why am I just like torturing myself voluntarily back, back and forth? So one day I just did not smoke for a day. It was terrible. I hated it. Like it was tough. And then the second day was even tougher. But third day, it was done. I kept reading the benefits of quitting smoking. Every single time I wanted to smoke. It's a matter of, every, it, it kind of hits you every two, three minutes, right? That like wanting to smoke, the urge. Yeah. If you can, and there's only so many minutes in a day. You can do it. You know, you can, it, can be, it can be done. And yeah, I did it after three, four days. It was way easier. I would think every five minutes. It came to a point, oh, today I didn't even think about it. And now I, I'm smoke free. I still, I enjoy smoking. I never forget that, forget the experience. When I go on a vacation, I still do. Mm. Yeah, I but smoke like, cigars here. Yes, yeah, cigars. Cigars yeah. no more because yeah. they, one after they another. They are nemesis, yeah, because yeah. not enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're greedy, man. Yeah, exactly. No, but you have to be. <laughs> it's an addiction. Addiction tends to be extreme, right? It's true. It's true. So when it comes to smoking, because there are a lot of people right. who blame smoking for a lot of their mishaps um, and a lot of their misfortunes or whatever, or their lack of control. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's a real addiction. It's yeah. physically you crave. It's not just psychological, it's physical. Exactly. Yeah. So what, what did you have to do day to day? Because it's just, like you said, it wasn't just, I'm going to quit. Right? Yeah. What did you have to do day to day to, to get to them to quit? Yeah. Like I said, I think I really hated it. It's almost like a, you've been doing great with your diet. And then one day, for some reason, like there's this pool of willpower, right? And then you have a relationship problem, you dip into that. You have a work problem, you dip into that. You have a, like, you're trying to quit, you dip into that. You're trying to diet, you're dip into that. And like, there's only so much you can do with that willpower. That's why focusing on one thing and one thing is the best thing. So for me, what worked was, I didn't have any issues in my life at the time. Like I was fortunate enough to, like no issues with my relationship, with my work. So I just focused on quitting smoking, nothing else, no diet, nothing else, just quit smoking because it's hard, it's not easy. So 
for me, like I said, I took a minute at a time. Every single time I crave myself, I crave, I crave a cigarette, I would just say, there's no, don't give yourself option to smoke. Mm -hmm. It's nobody is, like you're betraying yourself at the end of the day. And just, just remember the times how much you hate it. Take a minute at a time. There's only so many minutes in one day. Mm -hmm. What is the worst can happen? You couldn't sleep a day or two? And what is that equal to? You just quit smoking. You just did the best thing for yourself. You know, you, like just look at the long picture. 10 years from now on, you don't have cancer because maybe you didn't smoke that extra cigarette that could have given you that like genetic disorder. <laughs> That's how I always look at it, like one step at a time because things are really simple. You just have to, you just have to do it. How did that mindset go into, or building that mind frame go into your daily life? Like, uh, be realistic with yourself. You ask that question, do I really want it? Or do I really want to do this? Most of the time, you want to do it, but you actually don't. So I think being honest with yourself is the key. Do you want to really go train? Like, it has to have a purpose. You have to have a purpose. My purpose is to have a decent physique with decent strength and athleticism, and that's it. And to be able to achieve that, I, I know, at least I think I know what I have to do. It's been mm -hmm. working so far, but you also, like what has worked 10 years ago doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Lifting heavy weights doesn't fly anymore. The last time I benched two plates was a long time ago. Wow. Just don't. Like I try, I, there's like different ways. I can still, like there's, there's been times that I still like try to go heavy with the bench or incline, whatever is per se, but I just changed my ways. Like those mindset of I don't bench, oh, chess game is over. It's not, no, it's not. Probably you just open, the moment you close the door, another door will open. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with everything, right? How did that humble you? What does that mean? Like, mm -hmm. how do you, what do you mean? Humble, like humble you, like, it sorry, it seems that something in that transition humbled you. What was that transition? So the transition would be, I think, allowing myself to be more flexible like as you get older you get to know yourself more and then during this process my my downfall was i was really rigid on certain things i have to do this in order to get this but the moment you have a limitation let's say a physical injury then you like again you have two choices you either try to do it and hurt yourself further which i've done and you never win that battle, you lose. The other choice is like, learn something else. There is something, there is something out there that you can do. And most people think, most people say, oh, I've done everything. Okay, then give me 10 things that you've tried. They can't even get to five probably, mm -hmm. not even 10. But there's probably 100 things out there that you can try. Maybe not the way that you know, but that's, that's, that's the beauty of it, you just gotta learn. There's something out there that's gonna work for you. You just have to go find it. For someone who's trying to, you know, implement fitness into their lifestyle, that right there, how do you how do you get someone to do that? How do you motivate someone to do I that? I guess so, yeah, I guess. I guess you just show them the light. I guess the, the moment people have hope in their heads and a little bit of push, they can get into any place they want to. They just need that a little push and in this context, fitness world, we have Google, right? We just type in, oh, how do I get fit? 
and there's like a million results, if not billion. Mm -hmm. And you click on the first one. Okay, great. Click on the second one. Oh, there's conflicting information. And then they get lost. Mm -hmm. I think with the help of a professional to get them, give them a push, and that push is gonna get you some habits that you're gonna that you're gonna hold on to your hold on to it for the rest of your life. Once you can do it, then you, you've done it. Now if you have your hope and you have the little push, you've seen it and you've seen the light at the end of the tunnel, you'll you'll get there. What do you say to someone who, you know, I need a trainer. I need you know, I need to go to this this type of gym, a CrossFit or boot camp, I need this or I need that type of diet, right? Like well, how do you what do you say to someone that it feels like they're dependent on these tools? Because these are essentially just tools. Well, I guess people see, people believe. People see on a commercial that they're going to CrossFit gym and this let's assume this Mike has been doing CrossFit for six months, all these so much jack now, so I must do CrossFit too. It's like let's accept the fact that we are uneducated in the things that we don't know. So how can you decide what's best for you about a thing that you don't know? Yeah. Like how? You just can't. You just like so you go to professionals. So I think you don't like we don't really need anything, but experience like using people's experiences can get you there faster. Yes. Because I think life is simply too short to learn from your mistakes all the time. You cannot just keep doing a the mistake. There's and like as we get older, you just have to fast and like make the process a little faster by relying on other people but it doesn't have to be like this like we are lucky enough to just have internet access there's so much on there but i i still believe that you need if if you're an average person you never trained you need a little push into the right direction and then and then this and you kind of need to be it has to be to a point where just trust me for like eight weeks <laughs> don't read anything else like read but like trust me do what I recommend or what you recommend as a personal trainer and then the results will fall off people need to see something the moment they see they're like oh it's working I don't have to jump on a ball with 200 pounds on my back to get results or I don't have to do CrossFit I think CrossFit is great yeah if you can if you know how to do it yeah if you have a desk job of eight hours straight and you have short hip flexors terrible like you just the moment you start banging out 100% you're gonna get injured mm -hmm. you will it's just a matter of when you will yeah so you work you do work 9 to 5 right? 8 to 6 maybe 9 to 12 yeah I have, right? a, I, have, I have a consistency job that requires for me to stay there for 8 hours yeah so how have you kind of overcome because a lot of people that come into or at least who are inquiring about my mentorship or my training is how do I get over, I'm too busy, or sorry, like, I, I just don't have time to meal prep, what can I do? Or I don't have time to go to the gym on this, 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 this day, what do I do, right? What to I, me, what do I say to them? Yeah, because to me, that that's an excuse, right? I think that's like, that you're, that's bullshit. Oh, that's, yeah, absolutely, like, people don't want to be called on their bullshits, mm -hmm. they just turn away and go away yeah. and just say, probably say, screw you, but yeah, you just, you're, you're bullshitting. It's okay if you don't want to do it, by the way. Nobody's going to blame you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Like Also, it's okay to fail, too. You failed. Great. At least you tried. Mm -hmm. But like, don't keep... Coming. I hear this a lot, especially with young, young people. I can't put on weight. I eat a lot. <laughs> like, okay, great. What do you eat? Oh, I, the other day, I just ate like a pizza by myself. Great. So, do you know how many calories are you eating? No. Okay. 
So you want to put on weight, but you don't know how much you're eating. So okay, why don't you start tracking your calories? Let's say you're eating 3,000 per day, and then up. You're going to hit a limit where you're going to gain. Same thing with a diet. Like, I've been dieting, but it's not working. You'll see your diet like, oh, like, uh, first of all, I really believe in basics. Calories in, calories out. Essentially, this end of the day, this is the purpose of a diet. You just have to spend more than what you get. And yeah, I went on a tangent. But to answer your question, yeah, it's an excuse. And they are just not being honest with, honest with, honest with themselves. So what would be your first step to help them overcome that? Or if they even want to be helped, I guess. Hey, buddy, if you can't train today, fine. Just don't go buy a cake on your way home. <laughs> That's what I would say. Like, okay, it's okay to not train one day. Great, train the other day. And if you can, that's also fine. Relax. It's, nobody said you have to train five times a week. You said it to yourself. You convinced yourself that I have to train five times a week to look great in a, in a vacation in Cuba and time weeks from now. You put all these restrictions from, like, on you. Like, don't have restrictions. This has to be a lifestyle. It has to be lifestyle. It doesn't have to, this lifestyle doesn't have to be involved in meal prepping or weight training or, but like it has to be certain habits needs to, you need to achieve certain habits to get there. If you want to look amazing, then yeah, you have to take it to a little further. You have to meal prep. Yeah. You have to train a certain way. Yes, no, you can eat cake ever maybe. But like this also, I don't believe that. You, I think with a healthy amount of flexible dieting, anything is achievable. If you need to eat burger today, cut it out from tomorrow. Eat that burger now. Because the moment you hold on from that burger, from like not eating for weeks, one day you're gonna eat four burgers <laughs> and you're gonna hate yourself. <laughs> That's funny you say that, man, because I, I believe that. I believe like, okay, if you have no sense of control today, Okay, and you absolutely have to have because you're drained probably yeah. from your work, from your like relationship, or you're just it's you just okay need dopamine. To be drained. Yeah, you just need dopamine. For yeah, that yeah, exactly. And right. dopamine, the easiest is there's a yeah. lot of ways, but so <laughs> so what would you do for someone? Because I think it's just pretty much quality control, right? At that point, so what so damage, you, damage control, damage control, damage sorry, control, yeah. control. <laughs> That's a whole different story. Uh, so exists. yeah, when damage control happens, so. What would you do after? Say someone, you know what, Barack, man, like I've been, you've put me on this, I've been on this diet that you prescribed for me. Um, I just want to have a fucking burger. I had a burger. What would your next step be after those days? Great. The other day, do a little bit of cardio and just cut down from your diet. I had to work harder? Why? Because you just ate a burger. Basically, the goal is like, okay, you just ate a burger, but you wanted to have abs too. So, do you still want abs? If no, if no, then keep training the way you are. But the thing is, a burger, if you're at a point a burger is just gonna stray you away from not having abs, then there's also something wrong too. I think a, bur a burger is, but the thing is, most, again, they are not honest with their personal trainers in the first place. That burger wasn't just a burger. It was it's another fries. two slices the next day. Yeah. And then a few drinks, but those are never mentioned. And then why can I lose weight or why can't? Because you just made one craving and you just turn into a habit again. And now you're doing it. You just, you just started doing something that you were trying to stay away from again. And now you're basically... It's a vicious circle, man. For me, if you need... If you, okay, first of all, that need, who decides the need? You decide it. 
Like nobody needs a burger in this world. Nobody needs a pizza either. You just want it. Just put it that way. Let's be honest. Let's be on the same page. And it's bullshit. But have it. Have your bullshit. I do bullshit myself, and I catch it. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm eating this pizza. Mm-hmm. Fine. If I gain a bit here, I know that I'm gonna gain. Not right away, but if I keep eating pizza once a week, and I'm still this an extra two thousand calories, it's gonna it's gonna catch up. Yeah. And if I put a belt and it's oh now my waist is more, I did it to myself. Mm-hmm. And so if I don't want to do it anymore, don't order pizza. Just or do a little more cardio, walk a little more, be more active. Things least, are easy, yeah, but at least in my perspective, I I totally believe in you know you should have some type of gauge of how many calories you're taking for the day. Because I try, I'm not saying I tried, but I would eat whatever I want. You know, it'd be still healthy, right? But then I would like you know I would nitpick, right? Oh, okay, I'll have you know I'll just maybe have three fries today, and then all of a sudden it would just be like I'll have three fries, three fries the next day, and then the next day, and then next day, yeah. and then I'm at this point now where it's like okay, fuck me. All right, you were an asshole the past four months. You did it to yourself. You exactly. Did it to yourself, so yeah. that's what I did to myself, and now I'm paying for it by you know restricting myself yeah. for a set amount of weeks, right? But at least in my mind, I'm gaining that control back. I think for right. me, I'm in that mindset where you know it's not me restricting myself to look a certain way. It's more of like, can I have the control, right? I can. It's my way of training. And the answer is always yes. Yes, yes you can. Exactly. But do you do you want it? <laughs> yes, I do. I do, right? Cause do you want it every day? Yeah. Do you want it? That's that's the yeah, question. That's the question. Yeah. Right? yeah. Everybody wants to be wants to look great. Everybody wants to eat fries also. Yeah. So which one do you choose? It's <laughs> it's really simple. People make this really complicated. Like at the end of the day, I think m- most people can answer this question. I'm gonna eat this muffin. Is it right or wrong? Just. It's wrong. If it, if you think it's wrong, then it's wrong. Then don't eat it. Mm-hmm. It's simple as that. The, people give themselves option to fail. But he did it. Have well, you heard that? <laughs> you are not him. <laughs> you know, you are not. It's. I mean, it's you. Why do you care what other people does? I see it so many times on Instagram. It's not, it's not like I'm an expert on anything. I have my own opinions. I'm just stating my opinions. There's so many people on Instagram. They know they are trainers, right? But then I look at their form and. People pay these people to get help. And then for me, it's all about learning and doing the best way, best scientifically proven optimal way. You can have the best genes. You're you are like just blessed with Freak. these great genes and you don't, you train with a terrible form and you, you can eat, you have really high carb tolerance and you can just eat as much as you want and you will still look great. Not everybody's that. People will eat around 3,000 calories, a male like me, for example, and they can put on weight very easily. Easily, yeah, in the same way. So, or, or not, like, or some people are not strong, or, but the thing is, there's all, it's all about being a better version of yourself. You can never be like those people, most likely. Why do people, why do people try? It's, I think it's the, this that light that I mentioned before, that light at the turn of the tunnel, they, make those people their lights the shiny object yeah it's nice it's if i'm looking at it then other people are looking at it if other people are looking at it i want to be that person so people can look at me mm. <laughs> this, i i this i think why, why like if this person is great i want to be the, this person that's actually a good segue into because 
Um, you've competed in the in previous years, right. right? Probably last year, I think. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, you've sort of we talked about this. You sort of strayed away from it. Um, what cut like a lot of people? Bodybuilding is huge nowadays. Yeah. I just want to bring that to light. And it's because and social media is Making kind of to blame to yeah. that for that. Well, it's the marketing tool. Great marketing yeah. tool. Yeah. Well, it's vanity, right? Um, a lot of people go to me like I want to look like that, right? We just talked about it. I want compare themselves. What's your what was your mindset like when you were competing? Oh, abs- ex- extreme. I mean, one word I would say it was extremely extreme, and it has to be that way because you are looking like. At the end of the day, you want to look extreme, so your methods must be extreme. But that does not equal to healthy. And for me, that's why I stopped it. But I started getting a lot of injuries. I wasn't recovering well, and I didn't want to just get up in the middle of the night to get some water, bend over a little, and then realize that oh crap, this disc is not having a great time right now because you're just putting yourself you're putting yourself under tremendous amount of pressure, and then what you love turns into the source of your sadness because you train and you don't recover you hurt when you walk so for me basically i had to answer this question to myself like i i'm not happy for most of my day now because of what i'm trying to get just to look great on a stage for a few few hours like so to answer your previous question it has to be extreme and that you have to be selfish it just you, you just become selfish because mm-hmm. you are essentially surviving trying to survive with the least amount of food and at the same time you're gonna look great for a period of time so you're not happy let's put it this way I was I okay maybe some people go through great like a phase of dieting with a lot of support in their back but for me I did it I didn't have a lot I just wanted to do it and I did it and I, I think I, I like to look. First few times, I really enjoyed the pro- process because it was a was like a first time experience. Oh, look at this! I never seen this muscle before. Look at my obliques. It's a honeymoon stage. Yeah, exactly. And then it's the first time is always the it was fun. It yeah. was an experience. Second time, it's you know better. Therefore, you're prepared for what was about to come. And the third time was like for me. I still I actually was I looked the best around my third competition because this one I took it to a different level with the help of a coach but then like I said around those times my training started to suffer but I love training that's what I've been doing for years but now I can't do what I love because of something that I want to get to that that didn't make sense and I chose to have a people use this word very loosely it's really can mean a lot of things but I I'm gonna use it. I'm just gonna say I chose to be more balanced. I still want to be able to go out with my friends once in a while. That one day invite, when I am organizing something, I want to be flexible enough to eat whatever I want. Yeah, I just like I just liked living my life and not being so rigid. Because the more you rigid you are, the more. For me, I was really stressed. I can eat this. I can't do that. There's a lot of cannots mm-hmm. because if you wanted to look that great in order to compete, it has to be extreme. And for me, that extreme didn't play well with my character. What's your take on uh, looking like that year round? Looking like stage ready? Not stage, but let's say like you're at 
That's floating around like eight, ten percent body fat right. around. I think it's manageable. I think it's I think it's definitely doable. But let's put it this way: some people tend to be leaner, even if they didn't do something. Versus some people tend to be a little more chubbier, softer, even if they didn't do something. For me, I am like if I eat right now, if I eat around the like 3,700 calories. I don't really put on any more weight and it's really easy I don't have to push myself to not eat when I'm 3700 I'm satisfied it's enough like enough amount of food for one day I don't really crave anything I don't have to eat that burger yeah. I don't I'm not I'm emotionally satisfied but I guess in order to maintain an eight well eight to ten also differs too right let's assume that you want to have apps like six pack the entire time yeah I think it it, I think it still needs to be cycled in a way that you diet a little, get a little leaner, and then go back to living normally again, mm -hmm. get a bit softer, but still maintain the six yeah. apps doesn't have to be that deep sometimes. And by that time, you kind of see if you're going, you're losing the light. Exactly. Right? You kind of see it like, oh shit, I'm seeing- It's going away now. Okay, now, let's scale back. Let's call down, yeah. Balance, right, rather than going up, yeah. and then down because life is not linear it's just not straight yes you have up and downs like in summer times we end up becoming more active we walk a little more yeah. 10 minutes walk it's gonna be about 100 calories mm -hmm. and if you do it every day it's 700 calories it adds up it's all about it all comes back to have you been training consistently have you been dieting consistently or have you been eating consistently to gain weight if that's your goal it's all about consistency. If you do it long enough, you will you will get it. And see, a lot of people don't understand because you're satiated. You're satiated at 3,700 calories, right? Let's put a number there. Yeah. I'm satiated at 2,500 calories, right? Where I sit probably, you know, probably 20% body fat. Where I'm just I'm happy, right? It's so different for of people, course, right? of course, yeah. Like, is there? I guess this answers the question, but I want I want your opinion. Is there a perfect program, perfect diet? Oh, there is not. The best diet is the one that you can follow. Maintainable diet. There is nothing as diet in a way. Like diet is like a a means to get somewhere. What's the perfect diet for abs? Yeah. Well, <laughs> then this losing fat. There's no like whatever diet you will do. Like I don't even know the definition of a diet anymore. Is it like a no. certain regimen to get somewhere in terms of eating? What, what is it? Right, so, so yes, yeah, so there's no perfect, no, it's not, there's no perfect, the best of everything is the one that you can maintain in terms of training, in terms of diet, in terms of recovery. They say sleep nine hours, but if you've been sleeping six hours to your entire life, how are you just gonna switch back to nine hours like that? It's not very easy. So, yeah. Is there a health? Um, there are a lot of health concerns going to bodybuilding. You just addressed that. Um, how do you get people to understand that that life necessarily isn't healthy? Because oh. people know, yet people still strive to be that or to look like that. And a lot of people don't understand that the people they see on Instagram might be, you know, pitting themselves or they, you know, they're genetically gifted. How do we kind of break that, you know, this is just vanity and what's health, vanity versus health? Well, let's use Instagram for an example. You look at a picture 
that picture doesn't give you the depth of what they have been thinking last night you know they just at the picture they look great but like are they really happy just because they smiled doesn't mean that they're happy ah the answer is no man like not everybody like we only put stuff on instagram what we want to portray and, it, and it's that's normal and it's normal too and i think we should just acknowledge that and just say that hey like if something is so good to be true it's not yeah <laughs> that's my take on life like it, oh my, there's this deal but like there's a catch there's always a catch but people don't want to hear the catch because because it's probably something not okay do you think in uh we're starting to kind of go back to honesty is the best policy in this world i don't know I don't know who would ever say honesty wasn't a best policy. Like I think, well, like you said, like it's just there's always a catch. Yeah. Right. Do you think that we're starting to stray away? Like especially with fitness. well, because you can't sell. If you uh, say that, hey, but you're gonna look great, but you won't be able to sleep really good ever again. <laughs> Sorry. Or 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 you're gonna have a terrible relationship with everybody around you because you're gonna be just so miserable. But hey, you're gonna look great when you post the picture. When like. And some people maybe don't even know that. Maybe, maybe they think that oh, I'm going to look like this, but then there's no drawbacks, so I should do it. But then maybe they don't know any better. I don't know what they think, but like I know when I look at a person who's great, they I bet work so hard to get there, and I respect that. I respect that. It was his choice or her choice to get there and get there. And if they are happy, that's great. I guess at the end of the day, it, for me at least. It's all about happens. Are you happy? Are you happy? That's a really general question. It's not a question of are you happy with the love handle you have. Yeah. If you are happy with how you look, if you're happy, like, happiness is simple. Like if you're, it, okay, let's try to narrow it down a little. Are you happy with how you look and how you feel? If yes, who cares about how you look? Who cares about, you know, like, why do you care if you don't have? like eight apps, or eight, eight pack or six pack, whatever. Why do you care? For me, when I train great, when I have no physical pain, and if I'm on the leaders, I'm happy. That's, that's enough for me in terms of vanity. Everyone's happiness level is different. Exactly, some people are, if you are 40%, probably you will be happy at 20. But we always want more. That's that's the that's the thing. We always want more. Yeah, I have this, but like I wish it would be a little, little leaner. Yeah. And now that little thing might be a big price to pay. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, I've been very lean and I've been soft, and I like to be in the middle. Mm -hmm. To be honest, a lot like people, or at least the regular person, just getting into fitness, the rookie. Um, they, all, they also don't understand how much work it takes to get a six pack or it takes to, you know, diet for this, guess, guess, quote unquote diet or being right. healthy, right. especially in the beginning, right? They don't, they don't have the capacity, right? Because they've been... Because they never tried. Yeah. And they've they're been, been savaged yeah. the rest of their, their whole life. Yeah. Um, going to that, what are some struggles that you have had in your fitness journey? Oh, making things a habit. That's that's the biggest struggle. For me, for example, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an example. I inherited bad habits when I was dieting. What is that bad habit? I started drinking coffee a lot because I was starving the entire time. I would just drink coffee to suppress the hunger, or I would drink a pop, which I never drank in my entire life, like a diet coke, diet coke after diet coke after diet coke. I quit uh, 
getting ready for a show, but those habits stayed mm. because they have their addictive parts to it, like caffeine or aspartame, whatever. It, it gets the end, it's real too, it's physical. For me, I didn't want to be, let's say, if I were to speak for caffeine and coffee, I didn't want to put my nervous system under like under that much of stress. Right. I would drink one and a half liter of coffee a day. I would make a huge one at home, go drink. I would literally sip coffee like it's water. And I didn't want that on me. So Like black coffee? Yeah, black coffee. I, I loved it. Like I love the taste of it. I love feeling it just keeps you on edge in the entire sure. time, like a nice amount. But your body gets used to it and your nervous system is constantly beat up by caffeine. Just because you're not feeling it doesn't mean that your body is not. Your body is under That's great true. stress. That's true. And now I start having a little sleep issues because coffee has a half-life of what, six hours? But it stays sl just because you stop at 3 p.m. doesn't mean that you have no caffeine left in your system when you're going to sleep at 12. There's still something left. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I want to sleep better. And there's this one thing that I know I bet it's not helping. <laughs> Let me try to quit and see how it goes. And and I just dropped caffeine slowly. When I say drop, I reduced it. Like I now have one cup and that's it. And I'm satisfied. So making a habit, I guess to answer your question, mm -hmm. make it a habit. And it didn't happen over, I tried it quitting cold turkey <laughs> and the blood rush into my brain gave me so much headache because it's, it's just, yeah, it, it was real. I was like, whoa, it's physically hard. <laughs> so what advice would you give to someone who's struggling with habitual things? Take one once the better time. Take once the better time, and it will come. And it's okay to fail if you once in a while. It's fine. Even if you fail two days in a row, who cares, man? You've been failing for like six months. Who cares? You failed two more days. Like for people who want to diet, they've been eating like maybe not very good, like shit, in the past six months, and now they've been dieting great, and now they fall off the wagon for two days. Who cares? You did great. Pick up, just just pick up and pick keep going. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. You did some damage. Yeah. Why is that it so hard to grasp? I think people don't want to fail. I think people are not prepared to fail. They think it's the end of the world because they've been their mind is so set up in a way that it's gonna be. It has to be perfect, but things doesn't have to be perfect. They just have to progress into the right direction. If you've been dieting and if you messed up for one day. I'm okay. glad I recorded that, man. That's a good. That's a good quote. <laughs> that's a good quote. That's a yeah. really good quote, man. Progress, always moving forward. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's okay if you have some, some lines that go down and up, but in a year period, are you higher? Yeah. If you, this is very right, what's your good. stock? Exactly. What's your stock? Again, it comes back to consistency. 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 If you want to squat better, you have to squat. Mm -hmm. If you want to bench, you have to bench. <laughs> yeah, it's just so simple. Like, <laughs> you it, sounded like Arnold for a second. <laughs> no, it is, but, but he was he was he was stating the facts. Yeah. He was stating some facts. If you want to get better at something, you just have to do that, <laughs> not something else. Yeah. It's gonna get you there. Yeah. And then at, during this process, just ask yourself some honest questions. What keeps you going? Like, what what helps you overcome like distract? Like, say for example, I asked this in previous podcast. Uh, when you get distracted. Or when you feel like when life time. happens, for yeah, when li <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, when when life happens, right? right. You get too busy. You know, yeah. you don't have any time. You skip a. You skip making your meals that day. Right. Right. Your girlfriend pisses you off. Right. right. 
You just you just have an excuse basically. Yes. So how do you overcome? Oh, just your process. My process of overcoming. I I always function better with examples, so I'm gonna go with an example. For me, I always love training, but training gave me an injury, right? Let's 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 say that I have an injury, an SI injury. So if I squat, it hurts. So it's a fallback, right? It just can't do it. So what do I do? Do I just keep squatting, mm-hmm. or do I? just find a professional to help me and try to try different things if I keep squatting then I'm an idiot and I've been an idiot for a long time but if, if I want to get better I basically don't do the stuff that hurts or that that just pick up kind of like how do I put it I'm just trying to get my train of thought yeah I guess I'm I keep saying the same thing but like pick like just be honest with yourself if it's hurting if what you do is hurting you not making you happy do something else if that thing is hurting you or not making you happy do something else eventually you'll you're gonna find something but this is gonna take some time so be okay with spending time to find what's good for you and be okay with the process and i guess that's what they mean by enjoy the process this process there's gonna be up and downs but try to live in the present during this process and just like follow a protocol try to find a pro- that's the beauty of it too like there's there's so many things out there that you can try maybe this is an opportunity for you to try something else like i said before if you never close the door the other doors will not open for you you have to close it and then hey this squat i'm, I'm just gonna forget about it for me i'm like i discovered front squats that was my blessing in disguise. Wow. And like I, I started doing front squatting because I hated it before because it was hard. Yeah. And then I was bullshitting myself. I'm like, oh, it's so hard. Back squats is still good. Are you Olympic style or are you? I'm not Olympic style. I don't have the good mobility. Yeah. In my lat and tricep mobility is not great. And I just don't want to give myself call for 10 nights right here. So I don't do it that way. And I do Olympic, like the bodybuilding style. And I, I got great results from it and my hips recovered well because there's less hip tension more knee flexion therefore more what's core dominant what's an ultimate training tip that you have if you think you're training hard you probably aren't <laughs> <laughs> you're an asshole <laughs> well we have sometimes i think we have to be an asshole to ourselves go keep going with that again again it comes back to be honest with yourself like just answer, like answer this question after every set. Did I really push myself in the set? Did I actually did everything to the best of my ability? It doesn't mean that take it to failure. There's so many variables in, in one set that can change. There's tempo, there's the way you feel. Let's assume that we are doing a multi-joint exercise. There's so many things that's going on in your body. And just like a state of mind. Exactly. It's like I think one training, if you are training and like trying to text or think something then you're not really training training for me every rep is a, literally a journey by itself like sure. am i squeezing this hard there's always something there's always something better you can do and which is okay which is the best part if you're doing perfect and if you still are not getting your goals then you're not really that perfect <laughs> you're not doing anything perfect you think you are so i think there's always something else to improve and you just you just and I guess that's when the professional help sometimes comes into play because you cannot know everything. And but as you 
as you get better at certain things, then your search results on Google will become more specific. And then as it gets more specific, it's gonna get you the results that you want, as opposed to how do I squat? You're gonna get a lot of things. But how do I get a better ankle mobility is gonna give you different results. Mm. So just, I guess having a professional or a person that knows what they're doing, at least you think what they, they know what they're doing, helps. Like, if I can get one tip from you, that is, that is great. I just learned one thing. If you learn, if you keep learning one thing every a month, at the end, of, again, this is journey, consistency, within four years, I'm gonna have a lot of tips in my yeah, in my pocket. Tips. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> that's fifty-two tips, man. Yeah. So, is there? Do you have a pet peeve right now with the way the fitness industry is going? Ooh, I try not to hate anymore. Not uh, hate, but do you have a critique about it? I. Uh, uh, I just want, hmm, hmm, tough question. For me, my pet peeve would be people just thinking that whatever they are doing is the best thing. So people with great physiques, there's a lot of them, some of them, I think, oh, okay, this is it, I found it. <laughs> uh, giving bad advice to people. Just because something worked on you doesn't mean that that's optimal and it's gonna work for everybody mm -hmm. and Instagram is a platform that reaches a lot of people and and there's some consequences to it if you're an if you're an influencing person you sh I don't think it sh I think you should be more responsible I think you're responsible to I think you have a responsibility of providing a bit more accurate information to public and just because you did something and worked great for you and acting like this is the best thing ever is not and when i see these kind of stuff and i'm i think i call myself fortunate enough to have certain amount of knowledge about fitness when i see this stuff it it, it angers me it, it pisses me off do you think that people can learn i mean there is to a certain extent they can learn on their own i mean you've learned on your own right you did yeah. seek professional help maybe once or twice but the majority of the time you've kind of learned on your own um, do you think there's a way for someone to learn on their own of course of course how did you get a job or how did you go to school like you did something to get something why why can't you help on this one maybe you will not find the best answers in a day but did you do your research for a month straight like did you you had a you, your chest doesn't grow did you try everything how many things have you tried two three how long did you try? A week? Two weeks? Four weeks? It, it, and it doesn't work, you give up? Now you have your answer, you haven't tried anything yet. You, even, you haven't even scratched the surface. There's so much more to it, everything. Uh, so yes, you can learn. Are you going to spend a lot of time on it? Most likely. But people don't want to hear that. Because yeah. it's like, they just want to get that tomorrow. How do you sell that? Do you sell that? <laughs> See, that's the thing. Instagram <laughs> sells things. Yeah. And life is not... Yeah. Life is not because bad. Because my mentorship program is all about the long term. Right? Building habitual things and doing the little things every single day. But people don't want to hear, oh, one year? That doesn't sound it's, good. It's one year? No, no, no. Stop that. <laughs> Can I get apps tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. See? Exactly. That's what people... And yeah, it's so good to be true. Mm -hmm. If it's so good to be true, it's not true. Yeah. But are you going to have apps in two years? It doesn't sound very good. 
but like it doesn't sound very flashy but but it's possible. It, but it's, it is the only way probably <laughs> it's only guaranteed yeah. i think it's more of a guarantee yeah. than 10 weeks no carbs exactly right yeah there's a crash diet it will get you somewhere yeah but after 10 weeks are you just are you okay to lose those apps? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. If if I need to diet and get ready for a show three weeks out, what do I do? Yeah, I have to crash diet. Yeah. There is no other way because I have this huge restriction in front of me. How do, how do I get over it? Yeah. I have. Sorry, because yeah. in, in the in my my program, my mentorship program, literally the first thing we uh, that I ask my clients to do, pick one thing and you do it for the rest of the week. This is one exactly thing. what I would recommend. Yeah, one thing and then... As simple as just start drinking water, yeah. drop every other drink. Exactly, and then the next week, we add something else. And then we add, we keep adding. So if you're in my program for, again, 52 weeks, you're building habits for 52 weeks. In you are building a foundation. Exactly. And that way, I can trust it you. It takes a while to build a foundation. <laughs> Have you tried rebuilding a cracked foundation no you gotta take care of that fucking thing down and report the concrete you obviously have a bad foundation that's why you're here in the first place mm -hmm. so let's be clear with that yeah. and then let's build a new one yeah and if you're here why don't you listen to what i have to say yeah. as opposed to you just searching and then come what about this yeah it's great but let's stick with simple basic yeah. basics like get the basics right exactly get the ba get the basics right Brock, it's been awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna pleasure. This, I'm going to end this podcast, but at the end of the podcast, I always have a little bit of a hot seat. Got a few questions, off-the-cuff questions for you. Um, what's your Instagram about, and do you have a theme? I really don't have a theme for Instagram. For me, Instagram was just like, hey, this is a new technology. Let me try it. Oh, people po post pictures. Great. Let me do it too. And then it pretty much reflected my fitness journey, and it still does. It's more like a fitness-oriented, but do I have a purpose? Not really. I don't post very often. For me, it's just a matter of, oh, I want to share with this, with some people that's around me that who follows me, like 500 people. <laughs> what are some things that, uh, that you have to do every single day, like non-negotiables? Oh, great. Uh, poof, it, fitness related or? Anything, man. So for me, it would be, oh, really good question. Nobody asked me that before. I guess for me, uh, try to be happy and whatever that requires I do if it's a pain that I have to get over I'll deal with the pain if it's something that I have to fix I work on fixing that so it's to just be happy just be get up and say oh what's wrong today or what's what's good today and just your theme is definitely be happy yeah when that's why we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I guess it's a good segue. What are you What are you grateful for? I'm grateful for being healthy. Plain and simple. Yeah, plain and simple. What's the uh, What's the best advice you've ever received? Take everything once step at a time. Wow, you're straight up with these questions. Right? Yeah, because it's it's it worked for me, mm -hmm. so I think it, it might work for other people too. A lot of people need to be, I would say, t to take away from you, you're direct. You're either this path or this path. I'm a little like that, yeah. No, it's, I think it's your background, personally. <laughs> it's that Turkish should, background. I, I am, yeah, I just, I just want to give it a bit straight. You want to <laughs> swim, you swim. Right? Yeah, exactly. You die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's your biggest fear and how are you overcoming it? My fear is being too comfortable at what I try. 
how do I overcome? I basically do stuff that I'm not comfortable. What's one thing? It was competing actually at first. I'm like, oh, going half naked in front of all these people. <laughs> yeah, that was. And crazy. then, and then, yeah, just do like. Uh, wow, it could be it could be at work. Like you could just like, come up with a like talking in front of people and then try to give them advice. But like, I really don't have a good answer in terms of overcoming fear. I guess acknowledging what your fears are something is I think harder to even get to. Once you know what your fears are, you just do something that's gonna kind of poke that cycle. But the more you poke into it, it becomes more like an easy thing to do. And then you start poking into bigger fears of yours. And then as you do, as you poke more. You, yeah, exactly, again, it's consistency. <laughs> yeah, like if, yeah, just get comfortable with uncomfortable. Uh, what's the, do you have a kryptonite? Do I have a kryptonite? My probably character treat sort of have a tendency of, of having an addiction because I believe in there's always if something works for you doesn't mean that it's gonna work for you your entire life. So I believe in diminishing returns. So it, it again comes back to okay, this habit works, but it doesn't work anymore. Be honest with yourself, change that before it damages you. Mm. That's my kryptonite. I, be, I guess. Addiction. Like I, I have an long. addictive personality. Ah. I have an addictive personality. What's uh, something quirky or weird about you? Oh. It's obviously eyes of the beholder, but what's yeah. something quirky about you? I can be really anal about... So I'm really rigid when it comes to certain things. And yeah? Yeah, it could what, be... Like what? Oh, oh man, like sometimes it could be... I could have been... I, I would be thinking about... For example, let's give an example of a diet, right? So in my mind... I didn't follow my f diet for like four days, but nobody knows that except me. But I've been thinking about it for a long time, right? And then come Is this on. Recently? I'm just giving a oh, example that no, came to my mind. Okay. And let's say on Friday, my girlfriend says, Oh, let's do something, right? And then all of a sudden, like, I would give her a response, like, she has been on my head the past four days, even though she wasn't. So I'm like, I give her a response, like, No, I'm not eating burgers. And like, and she's like, what? Why, why, is she, why is he acting this way? Like, I, I guess build up stuff in my head mm. and don't really communicate well to other people. <laughs> so I build up and they're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm just like, <laughs> just like were rain you, uh, down. Were you an only child? Yes. I, I'm, I'm the same way. Really? I'm the same way. If <laughs> something Selfish a little? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if something is different from what I'm thinking that day, right? Because like you said, it builds up over the week. Okay, I was good, 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 good. And then all of a sudden, your happy girlfriend's just like, can we go out? And you're like, what? Why go out? I don't want to go out today. Yeah. Right? It exactly. ruins your... Be not... Yeah. You are being an asshole. <laughs> Let's be honest with that. I'm being an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Knowing yourself is good, man. It's okay. It's, if it's, it's okay if you have bad habits here and there. It's okay. It's just like, relax. It's fine. <laughs> just three more questions left. Yeah. Uh, what advice would you give someone who is struggling with fitness? In what aspect? Just overall? Just trying to be healthy? Oh, or just pick one. I would say just uh, stick to it. You've been doing great. It's okay that you didn't do what you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Just go back to your pace. And accept the fact that you might fail again. It's great. You just learn more from it. The more you burden yourself with this guilt, the faster you're going to race. 
rice, whatever. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Oh man, in 10 years, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing 44. myself. 44. 44, <laughs> Uh Having a family, and then definitely not training as much as I do right now probably, because I simply will have a different like priorities in life, but I will definitely be training. Maybe not as much, but I will be training. I will still sneak away and train when nobody's looking. Pretty much same myself, but just 10 years ahead, like happy, content, and just different good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Last know. question. Yeah. What advice would you give, like let's say you saw a kid, let's say you go back to Turkey, right, um, and you see a kid that looks exactly looks exactly like you acting like you back back in the day uh, what advice would you give that kid oh uh, don't swim I I'm guess <laughs> <laughs> don't go to college no. <laughs> no I think what I would give him is again the best advice that I heard was take once the better time like because I like most people I am the same way I have this anxious behavior of like I want to get there right now because thinking about future, but you live in the present. So there's this clash, it's there, but you are here. So how do you fill this gap? Mm -hmm. Taking one step at a time. So that's what I would give him. Just take one step at a time. Whatever your problem, write it down and take one step at a time and you will eventually get there. Time fixes everything, so. Brock, I appreciate you doing yeah. this. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, this was, this was awesome. Yeah, uh, it's good. Last thing I want you to do is in this camera, if you can see yourself, do a little intro to the podcast. It's called the Post Workout Podcast. If you could do an intro for me into that camera. So what do I what do I say? So like, hey, this is the Post Workout Podcast. I'm Brock. Okay. Yeah. So this is the Post Workout Podcast. I'm Brock. I'm pleasure. I'm like really happy to be here. Thanks, Johnny, for having me. Uh, yeah. Okay, stop it. there. You're too serious, man. Yeah. Fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I got a team. Yeah. Fucking do it again, man. <laughs> I'm here for for the podcast, for a post-workout podcast. Uh, you messed up, do it again. <laughs> fuck, I'm not prepared for yeah, this. Yeah, man, you're red. It's awesome. I, this is why I do it. Okay, this is so, why I do it. Uh, the post-workout podcast. Post-workout podcast. And then, that's it? This is the post-workout podcast. And yeah. then, do your little intro. I'm Brock or whatever. Like, it was your own TV show. Like, you okay. were just on a TV show. Yeah. 